you make your favorite drink. It was a long day. Really? It's probably really a long week. You settle into that comfy spot on the sofa, you know, the one that fits you just right. You start flipping through options on what to watch on TV. You maybe you got a boot-up screen now, a little bit of Netflix here, maybe Disney Plus over there, HBO Max, Apple TV Plus, you know, there's all sorts of options. Wait, what did I see? The Weather Channel? Welcome to What Is It About the Weather, a podcast where we explore the many ways that weather intertwines itself into our lives. I'm your host, Mark Jelanek, and this week, did you say weather wars? All right, hope you're doing well. Hoping you have some good weather. This weekend, I've had some some pleasant weather. Made it out to place called Fire Island, not too far away, and then just spent an hour and a half sitting in lovely gig back across New York traffic. There was a, a Grand Prix, like the E-Car Grand Prix this weekend in Brooklyn. So there's a lot of stuff going on. It's that time of year, people out post-COVID and everything. So, hey, it's not that unusual. Typical getting back to the city kind of stuff going on out there. But in comparison, in comparison to the, some of the heat that they're talking about in the Western U.S. right now, nothing. They, I think, tied the most reliable recorded temperature on Earth back in Death Valley again this week, and that's where the previous record was. And there's a higher one in Death Valley, but there's always been some controversy around it. Now, when you start getting into 50 Celsius or around 130 Fahrenheit and above, you know, in anything up in that range, you know, you're going to start having some questions about it because the old record's really pretty old. But it's hot. Let's just say it's really hot. Now, I had a tropical storm blow through on me this week, so I've I've had it was the week started warm and then it got better and then a tropical storm came through and it was interesting. We had for those that don't really follow the way tropical storms and hurricanes move, quite often they're they're steered around what we you know call ridge. There's one in the Atlantic called the subtropical ridge, and it's it's basically just a big high pressure area that that's kind of sits there a lot of the time, but things kind of flow around it, if you will, and. The positioning of that, of course, changes over time. It's not like it's dead set. And actually, it's part of what's driving heat in, in the West as well, as you get these kind of pseudo-stationary situations sometimes. Some of them are more permanent. Some of them are seasonal. But Elsa just kind of was in the, you know, the path of it. But beforehand and then afterwards, we actually had other storms coming around. And it was the other storms that were you had a incredible amounts of lightning so a couple thunderstorm days if i i think i've got um a lightning shot that might work well for the cover art this week i may i may use that who knows any case we got a lot of rain though we did have some incredible amount of flooding here and i saw stories of just people wading through trying to get to the platforms and subway say you know because sometimes the stairs go down and and then once you actually get to where the train's running, the trains are okay, but you get these areas that just hold water and, you know, people run around doing all that. So, any case, doesn't always have to be a hurricane to cause chaos. Sometimes it's a tropical storm with a lot of rain. Wasn't even too windy here, but just a precursor rain, then an overnight from the storm rain and, you know, some falling stuff. It just, you know, did its thing. A lot of deluge activity here. Okay. Now, the other thing that happened this week is Aaron went for a trifecta. He went back and, you know, he didn't do a long post on Patreon this time around, but he said he wanted my take on 
Weather Channel Plus. Now, I had seen a headline about this. I had seen a headline. And, you know, it just kind of registered my back of my mind. I thought I might get to it at some point. So when you heard me say Weather Wars, what did you think? I mean, I know I did the intro and it kind of gave it away. But I'm not talking about weather modification. We've done an episode, right, not too long ago where we've talked about that. And I'm not talking about the classic conspiracy theory chemtrail kind of stuff, even though there was a big thing about weather wars. And, you know, and I, yeah, I know a lot of people, you know, maybe they thought I was going there, but I'm really going to focus in on this idea of streaming because it's hot. So, Aaron, here you go. This is for you. See, see if you support the podcast and you put in requests, it's amazing how quick the turnaround time is. It just, it was good timing. So, thanks for the suggestion. But let's be real. If you're listening to this podcast, you love your weather coverage, right? It, I know you don't come here to get a weather forecast, but there's a chance that you are, you know, interested in the general topic of weather. There's a probably a better than 50-50 chance on that because otherwise, you know, why would you pick up this podcast now? Maybe you'll write me a note and let me know. And you could do that. I should stop now and say, if you want to do that and tell me why you could care less about the weather, but you do enjoy the podcast, or for any reason, what is it about the weather at gmail.com? What is it about the weather on Twitter or or Mark underscore Jelinek on Twitter as well? I've been tweeting more, so you can get some good pictures and whatnot there. Or, of course, you can go to patreon.com slash weather, any of those places. But I'll get back to this same fundamental idea, whether it's whether it's you and I, but so many people really like just weather coverage, okay? And keep in mind that at one point, so the, the Weather Channel was one of the early mainstays of cable television, right? There, there are some channels that were just around forever. You know, ESPN was one of the early sports ones. And I remember back in the day when, you know, I was growing up, ESPN was on, it was like, Tier two college volleyball, but you know, I would flip it on and keep it on because it was just different. It was different than the things I was used to. But of course, the Weather Channel was a big thing early on. And at one point, it was the most subscribed to channel of any channel. If you know, and again, I'm reading those based on somebody quoting statistics somewhere. I'm going to assume that they did that right. But they had over a hundred million subscribers. So it had grown from this thing that was kind of iffy, looked a little a little shaky in its beginning. And it did in comparison to a lot of what I would call broadcast television coverage. Weather at the time, which was really maybe in its heyday or, or getting to its peak. But the Weather Channel really, you know, became its thing. And it became something that people counted on, Right. But it became a victim of a couple of things. One, of course, is this whole cord-cutting trend that's hurt not just the Weather Channel, but most cable television channels in, in general. And you know they've been trying to find their way between this cable television model and this cord-cutting streaming service model. But for Weather Channel, it was a little different because their demise really started as whether on the internet was readily available. So people early on, and this is the tricky part, people early on that turned in the Weather Channel were really kind of, in some cases, were a little weather geeky, weather nerdish, in addition to all the people that just kind of had it on as background noise or you know would occasionally go in and get their local forecast or be interested in it. But so back 
when it first got started, you know, it did. It had that weather focus. It's very weather-centric. And then as weather became available on the internet and there were all these other sources to get weather, a lot of the weather nerd, weather geek community, while they may have still watched the Weather Channel, they had these other sources that kind of maybe kept them a little more real-time all involved in the weather. And so they started to migrate away. And I think that's a part of, and again, I never worked for the Weather Channel, but that's part of why we saw this transition of the Weather Channel doing some of these other things, getting involved in some of these other long-form things. And at some point, just it didn't seem to have anything to do with the weather. It seemed to, they, they went off the rail somewhere. But at its core, it still had these fundamental things. And, you know, personalities like, you know, let's say Jim Cantore and some of the others that are just, they're names that are known, right, or that were there for many years. And I knew a lot of these people. You know, Paul Kosin on uh, the winter storm side, or, you know, as I mentioned, Jim, but there were hurricane people, there were winter storm people, there were, you know, severe tornado weather type of people. There were some that were always in the studio. And to this day, I still have friends that work there. Okay. So they've seen this transition take place. Some of them, you know, came on board at some point. I have a friend that started on the radio side. You may not have known that. I mean, maybe you did, but for a while, one of their business model components was they would essentially do local weather for different stations that didn't have that capacity. And so I went to school, grad school with somebody that started in that and, you know, continued to work more, got it on the camera side of things. So I've seen a lot of it, right? And quite frankly, had people when I was deciding about giving up my career and, and getting back into you know, something that I'd done for a long time and go back to grad school and get into this that were good at advising me and, you know, were, were very helpful in that process. And part of that was, at least where I grew up, I mean, the Weather Channel ended up being, I don't know, less than five miles from where I lived. Now, it really wasn't when I was growing up, okay? But, you know, given that I was in Atlanta, it was still kind of in and around there. So I've always, I've always had this connection to the Weather Channel, and quite frankly, I could turn it on and just let the radar, you know, I'd, I'd watch it when a winter storm might come or whatever. So I know I've had that connection, and I know I'm not alone, right? So whether, and, and I know this happens to be the case with not just weather, like I said, weather nerdy, geeky people, okay? And one of those things that you learn as you study kind of the weather business and understand a little more is, generally speaking, Weather time on like local news and that kind of stuff, that's a money spot. Advertisers love it, right? You, and you can always kind of count on it. Yeah, weather may not get the play every day, but everybody kind of wants to know their weather. So they know it, you know, let's say roughly 18 minutes past the hour, they're going to get to that, unless there's some big breaking news thing that can't be squashed. But even with like sports, you know, sports are seasonal, or you may have times of the year where it's not as big as others, but weather is kind of always there, right? And Again, because people know that folks are going to turn in at weather time, there's always revenue there. So it has been a moneymaker, okay? But, of course, we've watched the cable industry change, and the Weather Channel has been one of those stations that has had a hard time figuring it out. First, they got dropped by a couple providers, you know, a couple of the cable, bigger cable companies stopped carrying them. And I know when I stopped subscribing to cable television, the only way I, you know, it, it actually happened before that because my last cable provider, when I actually still subscribed to cable, did not carry the Weather Channel. The only time I ever saw it was when I was traveling. And it was good because then I'd see some of these friends I was talking about, right? 
but it, it's hard for me to justify 50 to a hundred dollars a month for, you know, one or two channels. And, and so it just didn't happen. And, and I wasn't alone. And as you know, the weather channel was part of a group. It, it was bought back in, I think it was 2008. I may be off on the year, but this group of folks came together that would ultimately include a, one of like the big behemoth in the weather business side of things, a company called WSI, but the weather, the weather channel was part of it. It, w- it was a private equity thing that got bought by IBM, right? But IBM didn't want that TV piece. They wanted the weather channel name and they still have the digital rights to it. But the TV piece got bought by someone named Byron Allen. And this is somebody, you may not know him. Uh, you know, you come across these people in kind of the entertainment, um, television, movie business that, are these kind of names that maybe sometime you know he was in the comedy kind of area, but has really been big on the the business side of it, right? And he bought that, but he's got some other things, some other stations, and that happened. I want to say it was in 2018. Then of course you know you got COVID and it kind of messes with everything. But there, so there was this announcement that came, right? Two weeks ago, I think it's the last day of June or something, that there was going to be this Weather Channel Plus. It's in the news, right? And the idea, though, of what the offering is, and you know, at first I go, okay, what's it going to be? But the offering is going to be these other channels. So they have a, a group, and like I said, of things that hit different topics that I don't know, people are interested in that aren't necessarily the things like sports or movies. Now, I'm not saying it's not going to include that, but those are kind of things that, you know, you you can look at different subscription services. Like you can get ESPN Plus and it can be, you can do that with Disney and Hulu and stuff. And there's ways to bundle it and still get it. And we all know that there's these different bigger streaming services, whether it's Sling or whether even like Hulu Live or YouTube Live that offer these bundles that include some of these things. The Weather Channel was not part of that. Now, there is another group. There's a a service called Weather Nation, and maybe you've heard about it before because it's been around for a while. And most of everybody today that has some sort of streaming device, you can go get the Weather Nation app and download it. And it's likely to hit you in some ways like the Weather Channel, but not so much the others. I don't, I don't, you don't quite get the big hit production value maybe, but it is a lot of very focused weather coverage. And they also played in that local space. And maybe, just maybe your local television, if you do over the air now, like in New York, I can. I can get lots of local channels. Now, I don't think any of my local channels have this, but I know when I was in Atlanta, um, Channel 11 there. And I actually, I know the meteorologist there. And when I dropped cable TV and I went and got these digital channels, I didn't know they were doing this. So they worked with Weather Nation and they more or less had a local weather channel, right? So it was kind of like weather on the eights, if you will, and weather channel kind of blended together, but done in combination with the local channel and this Weather Nation service. And of course, if you really want to, and I've mentioned this before, you can go on YouTube and get stuff, but that's not usually live. I mean, I know some of those people do a live feed on you know certain times of the day. That's an option, but Weather Nation really is more like a you know twenty four seven thing, but it it doesn't have the cachet nowhere near right what the Weather Channel has. So again, the Weather Channel's been kind of caught in this spot of how do they leverage that? How do they leverage what was really a trusted name? I, I think people felt overall that they could believe what the Weather Channel was was telling them, 
And it sounds like what they're going to do, all right, is not just have a weather channel be, you know, just a weather channel streaming service. Cause I, yeah, that's a little hard play because, you know, these streaming platforms all start at kind of the bottom tier is kind of at this $5 a month thing. Right. And that seems to be what they're aiming for, but they're also going to add to it. They've got this pets.tv, those recipes. So you got, you got animals and cooking and there's cars and they've got economy, uh, excuse me, a comedy, a justice, a destination, like a travel thing. And, the best one I know that I've I've viewed so far to compare it to is Discovery Plus. So I don't know if you've if you've done Discovery Plus, but it was Shark Week starting right now. It's kind of like all the things you like sciency, but again, it gets into animals. There's some cooking kind of stuff, but a lot of it is like documentaries on animals and stuff. But it's a little more. It's not like I said. It's not the, the it's not competing with an HBO. It's not trying to compete with a an ESPN or any of the sports type things that they get their own type of eyeballs. But that kind of stuff, particularly when you look at either one of those two, there's a lot of money involved, and so being able to make money on the other side, they've got to charge more for that service. So I think they're trying to find the sweet spot at about $5, but they also recognize that you're probably not going to want to watch just the weather channel 24 seven. Now, some people might, some people might, but you're going to want to change around, but their goal, and it's just like any streaming service end of day. And this is holds true of, of Netflix or even Amazon prime or any of them. They just want your eyeballs to stay with them. All right. That's their goal end of day. And I think what, they're thinking about with this weather channel process, the weather channel is going to be the overarching thing, but it's going to offer these other things that also at the same time is going to allow the weather channel component, I think to focus on truly just staying with the weather and not having to reach into these other things that I think they were trying to do later in the, what I would call the declining era of cable TV when they were still trying to keep eyeballs on their channel. And it's, we get back to the same thing. You know, there's all these other channels, but people still love their weather coverage. There's still those money eyeballs looking at it. Okay. So I think there really is a chance for it to be something. And of course it was not even a week later, right? And well, maybe it was a little over a week later, but we've got an announcement that Fox is going to do their own channel. Now, I you may have heard this a little bit. There have been rumblings because Fox has been hiring in the industry. And I even, I had a couple of things come through my LinkedIn that said Fox is hiring with this, especially when I've relocated because it sounds like they're going to do it out of New York. Don't know if that's true. But I heard that, you know, they were hiring, they were looking for some different positions. But more or less, now Fox Weather is going to do try to do the same thing. Now, don't know what it's going to look like. Right now, it just sounds like a kind of a streaming app, but a 24-7 thing. I don't know how it's going to bundle, right? I don't know how it's going to play out. And what I really don't want to have happen is that somehow this turns into a political thing. hope it doesn't. I really... Uh, I really hope that it's... I, I don't mind weather wars. I don't mind two competitive... In, in, same thing. If Weather Nation says, hey, this is our opportunity as well, and we're going to do some ramp up and, and try to compete because there's an opportunity, because there's going to be a lot of talk and a lot of chatter. It's a, it's a good thing, right? I, I'm happy with more weather coverage, and I'd be happy with you know, people getting a chance to 
explore things like even this podcast on there. No, I'm not saying this podcast per se, but I'm saying having those connections, those those stories that relate, right? Because the more people that are thinking about it, that's great to me because that's always what I want. I find it fascinating. And if there's an opportunity for more people to kind of get tuned in and go, hey, I hadn't thought about it this way or that way, it's all a good thing. It's a win in the end. Now, Fox Weathers had a little bit of a shaky start with it. They had when there was a was a tropical storm bill that came through. They some headline came out of it, and I think it it wasn't the Fox Weather app because it doesn't exist yet. But on the Fox News channel or the Fox News website, it's not it wasn't on the channel. There was a headline about a massive threat, and uh, they've caught a lot of flack about it. I think even the headline may have gotten changed because I can't seem to find the story anymore. But where it goes and and how it will work, I don't know. I I do think I like the idea of what Weather Channel Plus is being described as, which is not just weather, that it's a streaming service, that I can get something else out of it besides just weather. And I do. I like some of those other things, whether it's the cooking shows or the travel shows, or the. it's hard not to be a sucker for animal shows. I, you know, I like all that kind of stuff. And if I can get all that, there might be value to it. Now, personally for me, from the weather perspective, I can't believe they'll ever be able to offer me what I can get in other places now, whether it's just from a real-time standpoint or the depth of information that I can get from other sources easily off my computer, okay? But as background noise, I love having the weather stuff on. And yes, if I can have truly have the weather channel, and that's one of those things, it's like anything else, ESPN Plus, I don't get actually ESPN. I get some of these ancillary things and some things, some sports that I like, right? Whether it's like European soccer or something like that. But end of day, end of day, whether it's going to be enough to justify the spend, I don't know. Am I willing to try it at $5 a month? Probably. And I'm guessing they'll do a trial. And will I probably let it go a couple of months just to see? Now, I'm actually, I try to be pretty good. And I do try to cut off subscriptions I don't use. But they'll, you know, they'll probably get a three-month window from me where I'm willing to pay for it and really absorb it and check it out. But what I'm not certain of, and this is my big if, is have people just moved on? And I had an interesting exchange with someone on Twitter, a meteorologist who was talking about things that they, they've decided that make them laugh instead of frustrating them about listening to, you know, or hearing people talk about the weather around them. And... You know, he says the more outlandish, the more it made him laugh sort of thing. And and a couple of the people of us were responding to him. And I made a comment about one of the things that gets me is somebody will sit down with their phone and they'll have a weather app. And they'll start this conversation with their little group, right? And I may not be part of that immediate group, but I may hear them. And they're talking about, oh, this and that. And and they go all weather expert on you, right? They they think they know everything all of a sudden. And then you'll start telling them, uh, they'll find out what you do. And they'll be going, oh, yeah, the storm, blah, blah, blah. And they'll start talking. And then you'll go, oh, yeah, it's really neat. that." And you go into the deep science dive on them. And their their face just goes blank because they, then they realize that they don't know everything. And, but this person sitting next to me at lunch literally just today, after I just mentioned this to this other meteorologist, was doing exactly that. And I don't mean it to, to describe that whether how much he does or doesn't know about the weather. He didn't sound like he knew all that much, but he had this thing on his phone and that was enough for him. 
And it was more interesting to him because it made him feel like he was an expert. And what I don't know, and this is to me one of the questions that Weather Chan's going to have to answer is, are there still enough eyeballs given that there we've had this like five to 10 year window where people have been stepping away because they can't easily get the weather channel anymore, that this service is going to be enough. I don't know. I don't know exactly what that service is going to look like, but are willing people to pay to have it on in, in a passive background? Maybe, maybe it is, maybe it's nothing more than that. And I think they're being realistic. They project they're only going to get 30 million subscribers over the course of five years. So that's nowhere near their cable subscribe, right? But, but if people can really get Jim Cantori or whoever it is right on the other side, and it is maybe some names they still know, or it still gives them that feeling of something that they believe in and that they do trust and they can have on the background. There's opportunity mixed and matched with the right other things possible. The other thing we've got going on is it's a little late in the streaming game too. And I hate to say that, but I know there are more people that are putting their feet in the water, but the more people that are dipping their feet in the water now, especially with some of the big players, I think it's going to get harder and harder for some of these other people to survive and be found. I hope it works. I wish them all the best in making this happen. All right. And I know that this fall, because both this and the Fox weather one are going to supposed to come this fall as the leaves turn. And I tune into the latest episode of, I don't know, greatish great British baking show or something. I'm watching this fall on Netflix. And I see an ad for weather channel app the plus app on, on my screen, I'll remember that there's much more to the weather than the weather itself. <laughs>